Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hey, Amanda. Hello, Brooke. How are you? I gave you like a Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> like a Latino edition. <laughs> uh-huh. Fancy. <laughs> um, I'm pretty excited for our conversation today because it's really my time to shine. I, I feel like yep. the morning routine conversation was a little embarrassing for me. But Brooke, it's the Good Enough-ish podcast. If it I were the per- Two Perfect People podcast, it'd be so boring. That's true. Two perfect people. Doesn't have the same ring to it. No. Um, But even so, I'm excited to shine. You're excited to shine. (laughs) You know, every once in a while, I need that little boost. And I feel like your morning routine really knocked things out of the water. That day. Knocked things out of the water? Park. Park. Knocked things out of the park. What's the water one? Blue things out blue of the water. Blue things out of the water, knocked things out of the park. I think it's blue things out of the water, knocked it out of the park. Okay. <laughs> you know, if we're going to mince words I mean, words kids here. are in baseball, Brooke. I feel yeah, like you should be on top I of that I really one. should have known that. But anyway. Anywho. My downfall with the morning routine, I feel like I make up for it with a really solid I evening agree. routine. I agree. And I think this matches my more night owl tendencies. Yes. Personality. So I'm ready to dive in. Are you all right, ready to yes. hear? Yes, I want to hear all about your evening routine okay. because our listeners were blown away. I mean, I feel like it's like shoelace gate. You know what I mean? Like Brooke unlaces her shoelaces the night before her morning class. Like that's the level of detail that we're getting right. into into the evening. So I think people are super excited to hear more about what the heck else happens during yeah. this amazing evening routine. So that that happens like once a week, as you know. Yes. Um, but my standard evening routine has become much more um, just – I just do it. I don't have to think yeah. about it. And so basically my kids go to well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna back it up a back bit. it up a little bit. All right. So we have like family showtime around seven o'clock. That is when everybody kind of chills on the couch. Family showtime. Okay. I mean, we don't call it family showtime, but that's okay. when the kids get to pick two shows. And this is like our pre-bedtime ritual. Okay. I will say that we were never TV before bed people with the kids. Um until COVID. So it's been a solid two years. Yeah. Two plus years now. But like, I was always very adamant about like no TV at night. Um, yeah. That went out the window. Yeah. When Lots we, of things that we were adamant about. Yeah. It was just like, whatever. But so we started as a family sitting down and watching like our first binge watch experience with the kids was um, Kids Baking Championship, mm. which is a great show. We all love to bake together. Very kid friendly show hosted by Duff Goldman and Valerie Bertinelli. Great binge watch. So that kind of started just this new routine for us. That seven o'clock, we seven ish, we sit. This is after dinner. 
This is after dinner, so dinner usually has to happen by six-ish for this to happen. Okay. So again, not every not every single night, depending on what kid activities are going on, but our standard is seven-ish. Get on the couch together. We watch some shows. The kids get their special treat, which is usually just like a small snacky little treat. And um, we try to we try to start the kid bedtime routine around eight o'clock. So that means that if all goes well, everybody is in bed eight thirty something. You know, yeah, we read with them. Such a huge difference than from my household. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm pretty You're strict on with it. my bedtime. Yeah, because I know that after bedtime is going to be my time. Yes. Whereas you're the opposite. You guys stay up a little later with Isabel and then you have your morning time right. before she gets up. So Correct. this is where we differ. So once the kids are asleep, 8.30, or at least doors closed, lights out, that's that's mommy time. Oh, that, yeah. that is when I put on my PJs, mm-hmm. my Stars Above pajamas from Target, from Target uh-huh. that I own now five pairs. Yeah. Um. I, then, I can't go to Target and see the stars above PJs without thinking of you. Well, it's impossible. I mean, I'm glad to hear that. You're their like, I, regional representative. I really, <laughs> I should start getting a kickback. I'm going to have to reach out to my, my friends at Target, you know. <laughs> anyway, so then I head into the bathroom and I start the, the makeup removal face routine. Yep. I have to tell you, I was going to save this product for one of my um, Joy Sparkers, but I'm Ooh, just going to dive in right I'm now. I'm so intrigued. So... About six months ago or so, I started using this like an old lady product, but there's a reason. Okay. These old ladies have been using this for decades. Yeah. Wisdom. Sean's cold cream. Oh. To remove my makeup. I kind of thought you were going to say oil of Olay, which I think is also. Also. Yes. Maybe. For okay. The... Pond's cold cream. So I had heard that this was really good about removing eye makeup because I just, I was always waking up with like mm-hmm. the, the, the raccoon, raccoon eyes. eyes. Yeah. Jinxies. And, um. Thinking, like, what am I doing wrong with removing the makeup? So, wait, Pond's cold cream is not a moisturizer? It's like a makeup remover, or is it both? Well, so that's the thing. Okay. I, I feel mean, like we're going to spend the whole episode talking about this because I'm very interested. The label does say makeup remover. They might also have a moisturizer, but I'm using, like, the Pond's cold cream makeup remover. But it leaves my skin feeling so soft. Hmm. I do still then use cleanser and moisturize. But the Pond's cold cream gets the makeup off, particularly the eye makeup. Like I wear mascara every day. So it leaves my skin feeling so soft. Mm. I really highly recommend it. for Pond's. It's inexpensive. And like no wonder it's been around for decades. It works. I don't don't actually – I'll have to do a little research, maybe on the break, see when Pond's came onto the scene. I'm going to say 50s. You think? That's my guess. Okay. We're going to – we're going to look it up. Yeah. So then I I do that. I wash my face with CeraVe. And then I take out my contacts. Mm-hmm. I use the Clear Care um, hydrogen peroxide solution that neutralizes and gets the contacts super clean. Okay. Overnight. Then I go into my skincare routine. I do my Trader Joe's rose water mist, which I also use in the mornings. Ah. At night, the only thing I add differently is um, the Ordinary, their mandelic acid. I tend to get milia, which are like those little white bumps that you can't get rid of on my forehead. And I'd heard that mandelic acid was good for that. Mm. So I gave it a try. It was like the Ordinary. Is it working? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still have the milia? 
Yes. <laughs> One or two of them kind of rubbed off there. So maybe it's working. Maybe. I also started using like a twice a week um, exfoliating. Okay. I have to look up the name of that. But that's not an every night thing. So sometimes I do the mandelic acid. Yeah, it's a little sometimes rough it's, to yeah, do every night. It is. Yeah. yeah, you shouldn't do that. Then I use my Walita Skin Food Light Moisturizer, which has become Brooke, like my I feel like we need grill. like a checklist for this. You, like, you, you know <sighs> what? It sounds like it, but it's very quick. Yeah. It's all done... And it doesn't take very long. It sounds very – I love that you're doing it right after the kids are going to bed and you're diving right into it because we've talked about that before, not waiting till you're a zombie to yes. get it done. But it sounds like you enjoy each one of these steps. I do. Yes. My skin feels really soft. I take a moment to, like, nourish my skin. Yeah. And to me, it signalizes sim- – symbolizes, signalizes? Signals or symbolizes. <laughs> something it lets me know <laughs> that it is just kind of the start to my me time yes. um because nick is not a night owl so he will often like fall asleep with one of the kids and then drag himself into bed and and just go right to sleep or he'll hang out on the couch with me to quote unquote watch a show and right within 10 minutes he's asleep snoring and you have snoring. to kick him out yeah, yeah it's fine um but yeah, it's just like, it's my sign to myself, like, okay, you're going to take care of yourself for a few minutes and then brook time can start. So, um, I've already been talking for eight minutes. I'm going to keep going. This is okay. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll get to your routine at some point. Yeah. And you know, mine's still just starting. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Keep Let going. Let me know if you have any questions. I, I mean, I had a lot of questions about the pond cream. I feel like I got them addressed. Okay. I'm ready for you to continue. All right. So then I usually I go downstairs, I tidy up a little bit because yes. um, as much as our house is not perfect and the bedrooms tend to get messier because I'm just not as on top of like making the kids clean their rooms every day because like what's the point? Right. Um, I feel very strongly about waking up to a tidy house in the morning. Same. Same. I think that particularly because our morning routine is like bing, bang, boom, like – we are kind of getting out of bed and getting moving pretty quickly. Yes. That having a tidy house, I think, makes a huge difference to everyone's mood. Oh, yeah. So I will go downstairs. I'll put the pillows back on the couch mm-hmm. where they go. I'll fold up the blankets. I'll the pick, fluff and fold. The fluff and fold. That's what one of my clients calls it, the yes. fluff and fold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes 30 seconds, yep. but it makes such a difference. Yep. And, like, I, I feel very – strong love for my couch and my throw pillows yes. that I worked really hard to choose. So it's like, they make me really happy yeah, to see it all give lined them up. a little love. Yeah. A little love. Pick up the toys, you know, pick, get the 17 cups that somehow accumulated in the, in our downstairs throughout the day. And so I just kind of tidy up. And then if it's not too late, I will usually turn on a show. Um, lately, I just finished season two of Hacks on HBO Max. Have you watched no. Hacks yet? It is so good. I think it's really my favorite show since COVID began. Whoa. Yeah. It is so good. It's with Gene Smart, and I forget the young comedian who I think created the show, Hannah something. She's fabulous. It's wonderful. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. It just finished season two, and I might go back and rewatch season one because it was. it's just – it makes me so happy. Oh, so All right. I got to add that to the list. Watch a show or two. Watch a story. And then when I'm ready to head up to bed, um, 
I do head upstairs and I brush teeth because sometimes while I'm watching Little a snack, show, we've talked about I like to partake in the evening snack. I used to do tea at night too, like a a decaf tea. Mm. Haven't been doing that as much lately, but that used to be part of my ritual, as you know. sleepy time tea or something yeah, like that? Just, just something a little yeah. sweet. I really like there's like a lemon loaf tea from Tazo, I think is the – Lemon loaf. I love a lemon anything. Right? Mm-hmm. So it tastes like – like tastes, poppy, lemon poppies. Like lemon cake. Oh. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So, yeah. Anyway, so once I finish my snacky and my tea and my show, I head upstairs, I brush my teeth, and then I get in bed. And the two things I do before I physically go to sleep, I write in my one-line-a-day journal, um, which I started just over two years ago. I started it during quarantine, the early days of COVID quarantine. And it's been really cool to look back and see – both how much things have changed um, in those two years, like where we were two years ago. But for me, when I had started it, it was an important way to track that it feels like we're just home all day doing nothing, but we were doing things. So in your one line a day, what's the prompt? Like, what are you answering? What's the question? I'm not answering a question. It's just a, so it's one of those five-year journals. It, uh-huh. it says one line a day on the cover, but it's actually one of those five-year journals where every day for five years, so like May 1st, there's five sections for May 1st, and one of them was two thousand was 2020. Oh, I see. The next one is 2021. I see. Now I'm going through and filling out. 2022. So I usually just write what we did that day or something funny that the kids said. Oh, cute. Or something like that. So it's a little way to track like what we've been doing. Mm. And so this time last year, we were having our downstairs painted. Like it, ah. yeah, I was like, oh, it's been a full year. So I just like to kind of track what's going on. And that's neat. I like that. Yeah. Am I boring you yet? I'm feeling like I'm no, not, okay. not at all. Okay. <laughs> I'm like trying to picture this journal and I like that. And I like that you can see the past two years on yeah. the same page. We had a question a day journal with Isabel that we were doing at one point that yeah. we just dropped off on. But I like this. Yeah, I don't like prompts. I like to just kind of write, write what I did. Okay. Although my only qualm with it is that the lines are really close together. Oh, and at so, night when you're tired, you need a little bit more. I might yeah. have to design one that has bigger <gasps> space. because Coming I, soon. Coming soon, perhaps, from Balance Bound. Would people buy that? Because I, I really like, I like the format because I don't have the patience to sit there and write for like, 10 minutes or so because it's usually 11 o'clock at night by then but I so I like that it just takes me a minute or two to fill in my little my couple sentences but I need a little bit more space between the lines yes yeah because I have big clunky handwriting yes then I get I lay down in bed what time are we talking about here usually anywhere between 10 30 and 11 okay yeah then I lay down with um a fiction book on my kindle and my book light and I read until I'm too tired to keep my eyes open anymore. And then I roll over, put in my really sexy night guard in my Ooh. <laughs> It's really attractive. And then I go to sleep. Mm. And that is my night. And honestly, so many of these elements were adapted during COVID when it was like I was just holding on to whatever kind of self-care routine, yeah. ritual. And like it has become such a no – all of those things have become such no-brainer parts of my routine, and I just love it because it really mm-hmm. just sets me up for a good night of sleep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because if you're not waking up until 7.38, you're getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. yeah. Even though I still feel tired, which is another thing. I think I'm just the type of person that honestly needs nine hours of sleep. 
to function. So I should probably go to bed earlier, but it's that not going to happen. Or, Brooke, one thing that I have learned from Mel Robbins, who you know I love, mm-hmm. she talks a lot about snoozing, and she is very anti-snooze. I know. you're. She's Brooke, for the record, Brooke is rolling her that eyes at me. real. Real she, harsh eye roll. I she, apologize. For the record. <laughs> um, because she talks about how when you snooze, what happens is you go into sleep inertia. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, she's like, I know this. Oh, it's totally a terrible right. habit. Yeah. So then it takes four hours for your brain to wake up from the sleep inertia that you put yourself in. That's why I try so hard to jump up out of bed. But is it actually four hours? Something was- she says, like, it can take, like, because your brain has gone into – a new sleep cycle, and then you wake it up again with the snooze button. And then it tries to go into another sleep cycle, and then you wake it up again. And so it, that confuses your brain enough yeah. that it takes you a long time to wake up in the morning. All right. I'll try. Anyway. Anywho. We are 15 I mean, solid minutes in. <laughs> that's my, my really detailed well, evening routine. I want to hear about yours. Okay. That's awesome because I feel like, yeah, you – that was – you're like the comeback kid with that one. Well, your thank evening you. routine is super solid. <laughs> I feel like for me, my evening routine, I do many of the similar things that you do in the sense that I get ready earlier. I'm taking my contacts out. I'm, you know, doing all that kind of stuff earlier because I know I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I turn it because I think I get up super early by like nine. Oh, I'm man. kind of a zombie. Oh, my night's just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how Fernando is. So he's like, what are we doing tonight? I'm yeah, like, no, tonight Chilean is. Chilean blood. He's like, no, yeah, he's like, party. what are we doing tonight? And I'm like, tonight is over. <laughs> there is no tonight anymore. <laughs> like that's over. It's basically tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I do feel Feel like the 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 evening routine feels somewhat endless to me because I'm I do actually have a checklist because I can't remember all of the things that I have to do. So I check the calendar for the next day and the weather. I pick out my clothes or sometimes if I have some place that I need to be, like if I have a client or if I'm going to work out, I pick my clothes up. I do tidy up the house. Um, especially the living room where I'll be doing yoga because if I come down to do yoga and there's crap all over the living room, like that's not a good feeling. Not good. Not very relaxing. No. I take my vitamins, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I make sure Isabel's backpack is ready because she has to have her Chromebook. Oh, and yes. is it I think the, I forgot that step. Yes. Yep. And Girl. that's one part that I want to delegate more for the next school year. Like, does she – is it gym day? Does she need to bring her recorder in for music class or her glasses in her glasses case? Um, delegate to her. Delegate to yeah, her because she's got right. responsibility. Yeah, same with Graham. It's like he's getting older. Yeah, he's got to do these things for himself. Yeah, because you, she's just going to have to live through the natural consequences of forgetting her recorder or not having shoes for gym day or whatever it is. So yeah. I need to get better at that. But the evening routine can get to the point where I feel like I'm walking through mud and I'm like, now the dog needs to go out one more time and you know, um. I do like to journal. I like to get into cozy town. You know, we talk about cozy the bed, town. Mm-hmm. cozy town. And I do like to journal. And I use this these prompts that I learned from Marie Forleo, which is called WINS. So mm. that's the acronym. And so W stands for WINS. So I actually list off all of the things that went really well that day, which I love. Because sometimes on days where I'm like, oh my God, like what did I even do today? Or I didn't accomplish this or I didn't accomplish that. She says to list off three wins and I usually list off like 12. That's amazing. You know, like things that I'm really proud of that happened that day. And then improve, the I in wins is improve. So what's something that I could have done better today? And then 
the N is next steps. So it's, okay, I said I needed to improve this one thing. What is the specific next step that I'm going to do to um, to improve that? And then S is set yourself up for success. And that's sort of the whole evening routine. So that's where mm-hmm. I check off. Have I checked the calendar? Have I checked the weather? Did I tidy up the living room? Did I get Isabel's lunchbox ready? So that's kind of my evening routine. Love it. Yeah. But I feel like the wheels come off the bus a little bit just with, you know, I I don't know if Isabel's a night owl or if we just have never been good at getting her to bed early. Like it just never was an established routine. But yeah, usually the evening routine devolves into me having done all of these things and then feeling pretty overtired and she's still awake and, you know, and that, and then I start to get annoyed and blah, blah, blah. So that's where the wheels come off the bus a bit in our house. Yeah. Yeah. I've found that if my kids stay up too late, everybody like melts down. They're just the type of kids, Graham especially, he's always been the kid that needs a lot of sleep. Yes. And he, I mean, he napped straight up until he went to kindergarten and he went to kindergarten and turned six a week later. Paige hasn't napped since she was three. So I know that if he's not in bed by a certain time, he's still going to wake up at like 7.30 the next morning and not be super with it. He's me. He needs a lot of sleep to function. Yeah. So, um, and because we make the rules, we make him go to bed pretty early still. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that kids can be night owls. It's just, it's a matter of routine. I know. But if she likes to sleep in too, and summer She does. Here, so. She loves to sleep in. But, you know, the old school problem doesn't yeah. really let you sleep in. And I don't understand why elementary school starts latest and high school starts earliest. Like, they'll they'll slowly, progressively have to wake up earlier and earlier as they get older. When isn't it that their bodies need even yeah. more rest? Yeah, there's Why even a survey. I know. There's even a survey going around right now in our school system because I think they're talking about later start times for that very reason. Yeah. That kids need more sleep. I mean, when I was in high school, school started at 7.45. Yeah. I mean. And yes, and after always... doing like four hours of homework the night before, oh, yeah. all kinds of craziness. Yeah. Talking to my friends on the phone too late. Yeah. So. <laughs> Talking on your Swatch phone. Did you ever have the Swatch phone? I didn't. Oh, the clear one? The, the clear colors. one. No, I wasn't cool enough. No, I didn't either. But okay. my friend Jamie did. And you could, like the bottom of it be- also became a headset. So if she was talking to her boyfriend or whatever, I could listen in. You did that, right? Did you no. listen into conversations? Oh, it listened in. Sure. But I didn't not. But I didn't know the Swatch phone had like two Yeah, I got to find a picture of this. It was really cool. That's going in the show notes for sure. Oh, for sure. No, my brother and I had our own phone line, which was very exciting. My mom was just tired of having to battle us for the phone. So she, we got our own phone line when he was in high school and I was in like eighth grade. that is exciting. And we shared a clunky cordless. I'm really dumb. The Zach Morris. Oh, yeah. You know, big chunky cordless phone. Right. Yeah. I'm dying to see. I bet if I bet that Swatch phone, if you found it on the market today, it'd be like three hundred dollars. Oh, I'm sure. Probably even more than that. It's probably in a museum somewhere. I bet. I'm sure it is. Okay, I don't know how we got into the Swatch phone. Oh, me either. Sorry. Well, I feel like you're crushing the evening routine, and I feel like I can learn something from you. And I'm, you know, I think for next school year, we're really going to try to do earlier because I think it's going to be better for everybody. We should experiment with like 
you do my evening routine. Oh. I mean, you might have to do it earlier. Right. And I do your morning routine one of these days. I don't I know. I feel how like you would hate work. me though. I feel I like after will. a week you'd be like, I've been up since 620 and I'm not a happy person. Oh, but well, it'd be mm-hmm. fun though. Fun experiment. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. We're to pushing Brooke out of her comfort zone. I'm taking her camping and making her wake up early. Oh, I don't God, know if this right. is I forgot well. about the camping. Okay. <laughs> let's hold off on adopting each other's routines. Yeah. Yay. All right. right. Well, why don't we take a break? Wait, Brooke, before the break, there was something that I totally forgot to mention, which is I have a fun little freebie that I can share with our listeners, which is in my organized everyday course, a bonus that I give to those students is a little worksheet where they can figure out what is their ideal morning routine. So I'm going to share that with our listeners, a little freebie. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad we almost forgot it again. We almost forgot it again. (laughs) So keep an eye out for that in the show notes. Awesome. All right, let's take a break. Let's do it. Bye. Hey, listeners, Amanda here. Brooke, I'm having a blast with my new organized everyday course. It just launched at the end of 2021, and I could not be more thrilled. Amanda, what is this organized everyday course? So, you know, for the past five years, I've worked one-on-one with clients in their homes, and I've learned so much in that process. Yes, we declutter their homes from top to bottom, but we also talk about how to get better routines in place, how to get stuff done, and really at the end of the day, how to do more of what they love. Mm, Tell me more. So I really felt called to pull all that learning together into one central place where I could share not just one-on-one, but with lots of people, particularly women. And I wanted to create something that anyone, anytime, from anywhere could participate in. So Organized Every Day was born. It has four bite-sized modules. You love the bite size. I love the bite size. You know it well because you helped me design the graphic for it. Uh, You know I always love designing your stuff. So the four modules are home, habits, focus, and flow. You watch short videos and then you get worksheets to put things into action right away. But the part that I have loved most- What's that part? Is the monthly Q&A. It's so fun. We hop on a call, we talk about what challenges people are having, what they've accomplished, what their goals are for next time, and we all see real progress and change. It's so inspiring. So, Amanda, where can we learn more about this? Well, you can head to organizedeveryday.life slash training. It's a free training where I walk you through the three mistakes that you're probably making, and I tell you all about the course and offer a nice little bonus. We'll put that link on our website, too. We will. So, lovely listeners, I hope you will come join me. I would love to see your face in our monthly Q&A. They're so fun. All right, Brooke, we're back. We are back. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while since I sang. Didn't know if any of my fans was, were missing. I was <laughs> missing it. So it's your turn to talk about what's sparking joy. I mean, broadly, just summer. Oh, right. Summer. I know. Man, I hate the cold, as you know. As I know. And I also hate the heat. <laughs> so I'm a real, I'm a real peach to be around. But even if it's hot out, just going out in the summer and particularly um our town of media pennsylvania has what's called dining under the stars Mm. every wednesday from may through september the um media business authority i think it is shuts down state street which is the main street in our town with all of the restaurants for 
everybody to just dine out. Kids run around. There's sidewalk chalk. There's a guy who makes balloon animals. There's sometimes there's like face painting, face even. painting. There's tents set up with like different vendors every once in a while. That's that's not t- totally typical, but it is just my absolute it's favorite. Mostly thing. that the restaurants get to put their tables out in yes. the middle of the road. In the middle of the road. This is actually how our Wednesday night pizza night became a thing because when Graham was two or three, we started going up every Wednesday for pizza at our favorite pizza place. And then we just carried it through the rest of the year. We're like, well, why can't, why shouldn't Wednesday night just always be our pizza night? Yeah. So, but we especially love it in the nice weather. We, we can sit outside. Nick and I can get an adult beverage. We've lately, lately been meeting up with like a group of friends who have kids the same age. They run around, they do the yes. sidewalk talk, they bring their trucks or their toys while the adults sit and eat and have a drink. And then we stroll up half a block and get the ice cream. Yep, scooped. From the, you scooped, go to scooped is yep. like the independently owned little ice cream place that they're so sweet there. Yes. It is just my favorite thing. I've said to Nick before, like, we can never leave this town. I mean, we love it anyway. We've I've lived there now for 15 years or so, maybe even more. Um, no, oh my gosh. Have I lived in media for 17 years? Uh. Almost 18 years I've lived there. Wow, we're old. Nope, 19. My okay. math is just really bad. I've lived in media for a long time. years 19 approximately. 19 years. <laughs> and I I love a lot of things about it, but it is my absolute favorite thing. Yeah. And we can walk up there and the kids look forward to it. So it's it's what's sparking joy right now. It's back. It's been back for a little while. We've got... New friends that we've met in the past year that now we're seeing there. And it's just like a really great feeling of community. Yeah. And you guys have something similar. We So Westchester in the summer has almost a permanent dining under the stars where they do close down their main street and all of the restaurants are in the middle, which is lovely. For all summer. Like it's all every summer day. long. Like yeah. I was just driving down and I saw that that road was closed last week. Yeah, because it's a college town. So it's, it's like, like there's co- fewer cars in the summer. Right. Okay. Right. It's so nice. Yeah. So um, – but I always kind of forget, you know, I forget that that option is there. But I also like that um, it gets a little cooler at nighttime. You almost need to bring a little jacket, a, jacket. a little light jacket, mm-hmm. a little shawl maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love Dining Under the Stars. It's the best thing about media. It really I mean, is. There's so many nice things about media. And I love places like – so there's ha- – have you ever been to Lewis, Delaware? I have not. That's is okay. that where you grew up? Yeah, it's close to where I grew up, and we go camping down there a lot. But we love to go to this place called the Crooked Hammock, which is so much fun. Cute name, such a cute name. You would actually really like their whole design. That's neat. So anyway, you sit at these pretty relaxed um, picnic tables, and there's hammocks and a playground, and you don't basically see your children the entire time that you're there. They just come back for their their lunch and then they go back out and you can have a drink or have I love that place. Fine. Maybe we need to take a little Yeah, little crooked about hammock. There. Okay. Yeah. I think they have a couple different locations. But same idea. It's like adults can actually sit and have a conversation and enjoy their meal and the kids are perfectly happy. Yeah. Running around. Yeah. As it gets hotter and hotter in the summer, like we'll probably start going a little later in the evening. 
you know, to yeah. hopefully like be there when it's a tiny bit cooler. But lately it's just been delightful. I know. So. I love always seeing who you run into. Yeah. We got to plan our girls' night. I know it's always hard for you to plan the girls' night to dining under the stars because then that means you have to sacrifice your family night. That's okay. I can still hang out with them for a little bit and then meet you guys for a six or seven o'clock right. or eight o'clock dinner, depending on when everyone can get there. But yeah, we try to get our our little lady, um, lady gang. Lady gang? Where did that come from? Mom squad. Mom squad. <laughs> lady, lady gang. gang. It's a little bit more we get intense. our little group together at least once for a dining under the stars night. You missed last year though. I we went to did. a Mexican place and their food is so incredible. And they have this wonderful woman that comes out and sings like yes. opera. But everything is made from scratch and it takes a while. Yes. Some of us were a little hangry. I'm not gonna name names, but some of us some of us were a little hangry. So next time, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, No, I was one of those people. I was, (laughs) I was totally hangry. So I think you know we might need a. You didn't have your snack pouch. Snack? I didn't. Brooke, it was mom. (laughs) You could have been passing. Next time I'll be like goldfish. Who needs some goldfish? Who needs some fruit snacks? (laughs) Yeah. No. We. um, Yeah. We got to do that soon. Get it on the calendar. You're in charge of that, Brooke. You're the glue. I'm not the busiest one, though. We have friends who are, like, so busy. They've got the social calendars. We're going to have to put someone else in charge of it. Okay. In the planning. Delegating. Because, yeah, All, right. So, mm-hmm. All right. I'm not going anywhere exciting this summer, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> going. to plan around everyone else. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. excited for that. Okay. So that's what's sparking joy for me and us. What are you doing to do your future self a favor these days? So I love using Siri to add reminders to myself. So this is super helpful whenever you're in the car or in the kitchen or wherever it is. If you think of something that you have to do and it's super important, but you don't have the time to write it in your planner or to do, you can just say, and I, if I say it right now, it's going to activate all of our devices. That's okay. But you basically say, you know, like, hey, Siri, remind me to call Brooke today. And it will add it to your reminders list. So then you can check your reminders list because a lot of times I'll think of this super important thing and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so important. Of course I won't forget it. Five minutes later, I have no idea what it was. Yeah. So then you can go back um, and do that. So I use that a lot in the car. Um or I have my Apple Watch. And you can also do the same thing with a shopping list. Mm. So you can say, hey, Siri, add milk to the shopping list. And then that way, you know, like while you're in the kitchen, a lot of us have these Google Homes or, you know, whatever devices that are in our kitchens and things like that. So we can use them then. So I I love yeah. that. I never use Siri. No? No. I've just not gotten in the habit. Maybe I'm. I just need to learn how to use it better for like what I need it for. Because the only reminders I ever use on my phone are like my daily, don't forget to take your medicine reminder. Right. But I otherwise, I don't have any reminders. I will use it in the car and say things like, hey, Siri, what time does Giant close? Or take me to the closest Dunkin' Donuts immediately. <laughs> Priorities, yeah. <laughs> and it'll say, it'll pull up the closest Dunkin' Donuts and say, which one do you want to go to? And then you can click directions. Um... We will. We always ask Siri. Like we were eating sushi the other night, and um, Junebug accidentally ate edamame. Oh, and so I'm always like, "Hey Siri, can dogs eat edamame?" <laughs> and then we found out that 
she could. And then we started shooting edamame beans across the room. Awesome. And feeding her edamame. I mean, she's got to get her greens. Yeah. It's healthy, right? Because some things you would think are dogs can't eat, like grapes, they cannot. Those are toxic. Oh, not just a choking hazard, but toxic. Correct. Well, they're choking hazard for babies. Correct. <laughs> toxic for dogs. Correct. Same with like avocados. What? I know. That's no, fine because they're expensive and you don't want to ever eat those <laughs> anyway. Know. Like right. this thing was $2. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we use theory a lot to find out if something's going to kill our dog. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. Maybe I need to experiment with using her a little bit more. Yeah. Her because she's a person. But, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think you can make it be a – I think Isabel changed hers to be a guy. Oh. Which sounds odd, but you can change that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with – I mean, I – I have nothing against Siri being a woman. Right. I just don't I didn't her. even know that that was an option, but of yeah. course Isabel figured that out. Okay. Well, right. now I'm in the mood to go sit under the stars. Okay. Well, we're going to have to get that on the calendar. All right. ASAP. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.